0: A lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil and evil. An evil. An evil, not our real names. Not our real names. Nailed name. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, you want me to do my bit? Okay, well, here, we go. My bit? okay well, here we go. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You're gonna love it. It's just a little independent. That might have been too much, man. Was that
1: a zinger? Did I did I get a zinger? <laughs> hey, everybody. I think we're hot. Uh, welcome. I think you're hot, too. Welcome. Thanks, buddy. Welcome, everybody, to A Little Independent, the movie podcast where two friends talk about independent, obscure, or just plain weird movies. My name is Ryan.
0: And I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I am doing very well. I'm How glad. are you?
1: I, I think people are, are probably still writing in about our... our dynamic and hot intro you know like our compatibility oh. and uh and symbiosis is evident right away
0: <laughs> and know? the word symbiosis for us people can tell down down trodden people you know symbiosis
1: means what um that we are in sync that we are in in liege with one another in league with one another
0: kind of like backstreet boys kind of like venom
1: in sync you know Kind of like Eddie Brock and Venom, it's kind of wired into his body and DNA somehow. <laughs> yeah, I should have prepared. I'm sorry, I didn't. <laughs> well, I am uh, really glad we are here for episode 26, and we were, uh, we we I think kept the the boning jokes to a minimum in the last episode, which is a good thing. Yeah, we we behaved ourselves. It could have because been real was, hacky. Yeah, which this, I hope people movie... you know appreciate it, and I hope people like that movie because. Uh, that was really fun to rewatch and, you know, fun to, like I said, because I didn't remember it at all. And it was, was fun. Freshly depressed all over again. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Uh, and exactly what I was going to say. It was fun to listen to you quote, How many times in your notes, I'm depressed as a sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like five times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it as much this week. But
1: uh, so I, what I, what I thought was really interesting is you texted me, um, A question. And we've been friends for a while and uh, for a long while, I'd say. And I like when you get questions from friends that are kind of basic questions, but you haven't heard before. And you gave me a text that had that age-old question, (laughs) stranded on a desert island, Yep. Uh, Yep. what movie, book, and album do you have with you
0: for the rest of your days? Yeah. And it's interesting the order that you... Listed that in because we tend to list our priorities first, and you said movie first.
1: Oh, did I really? Yeah. Shows what a movie. Is there a normal flow for that? No,
0: I just think in the text I have one movie album, or I did book album movie just because of what I already had.
1: And you had two of them already, and at the ready, and you've had them for a while.
0: Yeah, and (laughs) and but not but not my movie because movies for me are still. It's hard pressed for me to pick one because it's kind of mood orientated, you know, yeah. or, or, you know, I'm in the mood for sci fi right now or go on a sci fi binge. And then is that, that like goes away. Because ma- there's
1: too many choices, too many genres in movies, and it's more narrow it's deeper. In literature.
0: I, I think when you hear my book and album choices, it's more like this is something that is on a much deeper level than right. you would watch every day. And where- your choice
1: is affected by the fact that you are, um, you know, you're alone, right, on a on a desert island. Does it have to be a desert? Could it be a, a yeah. different type of
0: island? Yeah. So survival's not an aspect. Food's not an aspect. The, oh, the philosoph- that's not how I approached it. Doug. Yeah, philosophically oh, speaking, if you had to pick one of each to okay. watch for the rest of your life and okay. only that one, what would it be?
1: All right, cool. Well, it's I- like
0: marriage. No cheating. Right.
1: No cheating on the the test.
0: No cheating on, on the marriage test. Oh, okay. You, know, you yes. get you get one Absolutely. for the rest of your right. life. Okay,
1: all right. So, but in this case, three of one. So it's a uh, it's loose. <laughs> it's a Mormon, yeah, Utah kind of polygamous polygamy thing. Um, adjacent. All right. Yeah, because
0: so, you know I, I wanted to give you a little variety.
1: Yes. All right. So <laughs> I. I am dying to hear what are the two that you have? Oh, okay. Which two you have? Oh yeah, okay. So, so I what I found really album.
0: interesting when we texted back and forth, you I I told you I had the book and the album but not a movie and you texted me back you had a movie but yep. not the other two. And I thought, wow, that would be really cool to talk a little bit about because you know, it's a nice little puzzle piece that fits together there. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um so my book would be The Miracle of the Breath, which I've been reading for over ten years now, and and practically read daily. I've heard you talk about that once or twice. Uh, Yeah, I'm not surprised (laughs) actually. I guess I
1: I may have been able to. I may have been able to peg that.
0: Yeah, there is, and that there's no question. I mean, I read it almost daily anyway. Yeah, and then uh, my album, Uh where my favorite artist is Cecilia. Right. Oh, she is a Norwegian singer. Okay. And uh, I love all her albums and have them all. And she has a new one coming out, by the way, soon and it would be the healing voice all right so kind of going a bit a bit spiritual with my choices there but that's if that's all you can do for the rest that's of the life that's not in
1: contrast to everything i know about you so this is not shocking
0: yeah the, you know so this wouldn't go with mood swings and things like that it's something i would so you wouldn't go do. for a
1: drastic change of character just because you were stranded on a desert island you wouldn't want yeah. like a cannibal
0: corpse album you know <laughs> like
1: ryan you know give me the best one <laughs> And I'll take American Psycho <laughs> like, with me. Like
0: just maybe I should like look over your tattoos and like pick which album. Yeah. yeah. You know, pick pick which album you cover could. looks the best to me. You could. Yeah. yeah. Okay, about so... Rotten
1: in the Jungle. <laughs> oh, my friends, Jungle Rot. Jungle yes. Rot, yes, uh, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> my favorite band? Well, um that's interesting. So for mine, I the movie immediately Fast Five. Fast Five. Fast <sighs> five. <sighs> And
0: it's the per- so if I had to go to hell, <laughs> so here's our here's our differences, right? You would have Any, a Vin Diesel movie for me would be my would be a punishment. <sighs> sweet, sweet, and sweet, and for you, life, it's a, a personal choice it's, for the rest of your life. Yep that that wow.
1: movie is is just joy for me, and I love them all. You know that, but it's a perfect action movie to start, and it's just got everything. I need it's it's got everything it, I want. What about know, Predator? Predator. I thought Predator original. was
0: the perfect action movie. Oof.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yes, but um, and, and it's, it's still an ensemble. I get that. Um, but Fast Five just has more. You know the locations. You got oh. the Rock.
0: And it makes you. you smi- he's smiling right now. Good lines. Folks, Just <laughs> Thinking about it. So this yeah. is the perfect. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed. You, I wouldn't have guessed it. You might have been able to guess it would
1: be a fast, Well, I would say I'd say the whole series or something. Yeah. If I had point. to
0: quiz you, I'd be like, is it Star Wars? Is Vin Diesel in it? Yeah, is guess. Van Damme in it? <laughs> that would have been my questions. And then I would have maybe went to, you know, Kurt Russell, is he oh, in it? Gosh. You know, something like that, but.
1: It was tough. It was the big trouble in Little China, could have been there, but it, oh, yeah. as far as rewatchability, and we talk about that, you know, yeah, as it related yeah. to like. Well, that's the key. Academy Awards, you know, like the best picture of the year should be something that you want to watch yeah. a ton and so that's what I was thinking and then album I the new Volbeat album just came out and I really love this band and the last two albums have been kind of concerning me you know they're a little a little kind of you know commercial-ish yeah. I respect I, what, and they're great at what they do but this last one is a freaking banger like topped about every freaking song oh wow it does not come out of my CD player which is like the <laughs> oldest thing I've ever said <laughs> Like, I can't remember the last album I I couldn't stop listening to. And this one just fucking crushes. And I I would pick that one. And that may seem Uh short-sighted because yours is a way better reason. But, you know, I've got the tattoo, my kids, you know, Volbeat's, you know, a band that's important to me for family. And for a book, I don't think I'd really care too much about reading. So I'd want to like a really comprehensive survival guide. (laughs) But you said things are taken care of. But all of this and everything, I thought through this thing. Yeah, I thought about this question a lot, Todd. You did. You know, I, I love you, man, and I, <laughs> I take this stuff seriously. And all of it came down to nothing because I realized I'm going to be dead very quickly. <laughs> very very quick even you're, with the you're survival a away, like where you have to physically survive oh yeah survive. yeah i'm like yeah, all right yeah. so even if there is electricity the philosophical and and there is internet or however to watch movies
0: <laughs> i'm still fucking dead
1: very quickly
0: i'm that 6 coconut, months. you're never going to figure out yeah. how to get the no, straw on the coconut no
1: no 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 I, I i wouldn't even be able to install cable
0: television um, well, but, what if I recommended a couple of survival books that would you know get you through? Would maybe, you maybe you would be too busy watching Vin Diesel and Gail Gadot to yeah, I would. even practice yeah. the fire starting? I techniques. would die very quickly. And speaking <laughs> of
1: dying, uh, our movie has some deaths in it.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Did we say what? What is our movie? We for- haven't
1: said the movie. This uh, this week uh, was my pick, and uh, it is a film called Sushi Girl from 2012.
0: And I was so excited to watch this, to be totally honest, because you've talked about this one And remind for me, a you had time. not seen it I before. I had never watched okay. it yet. Yeah. We've known each other since 2013, so eight years. And yeah, this was a 2012, so everything... I'm trying to remember when you first brought it up this to me, one, but it, it's been pretty close to eight years I ago. I think it...
1: It, it it was a one copy at Family Video. Is that how
0: you found it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, and, and and so you the, had moved here. Yes. So it was in twenty thirteen. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah, that's golden. And I believe I had I saw this and I saw the cover for Poker Night. For some reason, this movie and Poker Night are intrinsically linked for me, and I think it's around the same time.
0: Well, when I watched this, I may fact check. I thought nights. Poker. You felt it, it, it resembled. Yeah, but, well, it the movie itself resembled Poker Night, but you're saying before you just going by the cover. Yeah, it made you and, feel and that w- way.
1: I've got you know, I, I've got a little visual stuff, but uh, you know, to talk about about covers in general. Yeah, but yeah, the the cover drew me in because of actually the the what I thought was kind of a Japanese style to the cover. Yeah, and 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 a thing I love about the film is is some of the stylistic and specifically Japanese touches throughout. But I realize that I'm very incestuous already on this podcast with movies. Because, yes, (laughs) this feels everybody, and I hope you're okay with it, a lot like Poker Night. It does. It features, and this may be the first in the history of movie podcasts, within the first, even before the first 50 episodes, two movies with a girl who was in Zombievers. Yes. So, Courtney Palm. God bless Courtney Palm. Um, we we love you, or apparently
0: I do. Yeah. Um, Well What's that to love? So,
1: yeah, I, I really, I, and, and I said it on the Zombievers episode. I, in, in knowing I, probably well, knowing I do this
0: movie. Here we go. Oh, there it is. Courtney, that's for you. That's a ice cold Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, Cor- a... we have a little more class. It's the that. great poupon of beer. Stella Artois.
1: Stella Artois.
0: Yeah. All the way from Belgium for you, Courtney.
1: Here we go. So, uh, this may be a first, you know, with uh, within 26 episodes, we've talked about Courtney. Now this will be the second time uh-huh. talking about her. But I really, I really was taken by this film for a bunch of different reasons, which we'll get into. But the description, okay. uh, because I had to pick up that cover and look at the back. <laughs> And this is the description. Upon his release from prison, Fish is brought to an abandoned restaurant by his old associate, Duke, to celebrate his newfound freedom. However, there is unfinished business that Duke is determined to solve.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, good. Seems right. And I want to say, I read something about it's Tarantino-inspired. Oh, yeah. Maybe this, well- and you're gonna you're gonna talk about it. it's 2012, right?
1: 2012. I yep. did
0: not find any film festivals on I IMDb. Know.
1: Did you? Uh, well, yeah, I've got some stuff, in, and I should say, as I mentioned, as a one copy, I, I own this film, so I watched it on my own Blu-ray copy, uh, and for the first time, I watched oh, it. You got the, it
0: in Blu-ray?
1: Oh yeah, four dollars ninety-nine. I
0: might have to invest five bucks. Yeah. I can have but this again. On it was the previously
1: viewed at Family Video. Oh. oh, I miss you, Family Video. But. Um, so I watched it with the director's commentary. So the, the, the Blu-ray has director's commentary, then a separate commentary with actors, Yeah, which I'm interested in as well, a uh, behind-the-scenes film, like a little short film behind-the-scenes, so a lot of cool stuff.
0: That was on, um, what do you call it, YouTube. Yeah. The director, or documentary, part one and two. Right. So yep. I, I did see that. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. But I would love to well, hear we're the commentary. Be, we're going to
1: be bringing you some good stuff today, everybody.
0: Sit down, buckle in and get ready for Todd a and Ryan fast fast five ride.
1: Uh, furious it's be a ride. fast five down here. Sounds dirty. <laughs> it's billed as a crime mystery thriller.
0: Oh, pause for a drink here. Yeah, well I'd agree with that. Say that
1: again. Crime mystery thriller.
0: Definitely crime. Definitely mystery. Yeah. Would you throw accent? horror? Would you throw horror in there? Oh, I have much too too much respect for her to call it that.
1: Let me enunciate a little better now, oh okay. would you also throw the genre horror oh 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 to the h o r
0: r o r
1: we can spell it if we want yeah, um no, okay all right I would not interesting i I, I would agree with you uh, this was again uh, a film that the
0: the cast drew me
1: in one person specifically
0: well. My mind was blown when I saw his name because I didn't really? know he was in it. And, well, we're grinning at each other, but you could be talking about a couple of cameos, but I'm referring to Luke himself, the right. Skywalker light blue saber. This cast is <laughs> – Is that right? If, get- if you
1: think about – and I you know how – I we talk on this podcast a bunch about character actors. Yeah. This movie has veterans. It's got yeah. up-and-comers or current – and yeah. and we'll get into that, which is kind of neat. But yeah. I was a little torn with how, who to list, as we normally talk about the actors. And IMDb lists them in one way, in an interesting way. Yeah, I I I went off the poster because okay, when when we do research on actors and we talk about this stuff, I kind of found that the poster order with the main was more fun.
0: Yeah, it's in it. So it's interesting the, the how IMDb had it.
1: Yeah. I don't think it was because you, there's a setting for popularity. Well, the because fish guy can, was
0: first, right? The O'Neill, what's his name? Yeah, no, I have, and I am, I am DB, and then and then Courtney was second.
1: That was my moment. This is that movie. I don't know if you remember, but when the character of Fish was on the screen, particularly in the restaurant, I said, "I know who that is," and I said to my wife who it was, and she's like, "That's not who. You're, there's no way you're right."
0: Oh, it's that guy.
1: So yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. So, first build is Tony Todd, the legendary Tony Todd as Duke. Had you ever seen him in anything? Please tell me something. Yes, because our horror I, fans will murder us.
0: Duke if, is the big guy, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the, I got the, it all right. <laughs> the boss man, the boss. Yeah, the head yakuza, to wa- yeah. wannabe boss. Yeah, the final girl.
1: So, spoiler,
0: no. <laughs> what I remember him from, and I hope I'm correct. I might be wrong. Is he was a lichen. In one of the, in at least one of the underworld movies, if not more no no, I, no. <laughs> he looks just like the guy. I-
1: yeah, yeah, and deep voice like that guy. Do you know but, who I'm talking about? Yeah, the deep voice werewolf guy, probably. Yeah, he's a that a giant. Yeah, that That's not him. That guy's head is several of Tony Todd's heads. That 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 man. No, nothing against that actor. Uh,
0: people are yelling at me and they're, laughing they're at furious, me. They're furious, but I can take it. But, but I, I thought that's who that. I thought that was. That do you know guy. what
1: you have to do in penance to our horror fans? You're gonna have to go <sighs> home tonight. You'll okay. go to your bathroom mirror. Yes. You'll stare in your bathroom mirror, and you'll go Candyman. Candyman, Candyman, oh, Candyman, Candyman. There's five, of them. and then Tony Todd will appear because he is probably best known as Candyman.
0: Is it the horror? F- if I say it five times, does he appear? Yes. Is that how that he works? He appears and he sticks so a hook it's right up your ass. Beetlejuice plus two.
1: Yes, that that would be three plus two is yes. Five. Yeah. Okay. Now so we just why is Beetlejuice
0: fans. 3 and Candyman 5?
1: Well, because you don't want Candyman to be there. So you need a few oh. extra to be like, are you yeah. sure? Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. candy is funny. Candyman so. is not showing up to help you and be mischievous and, and things like that. He's going to shove a hook up your ass.
0: Ow. Right up your ass. Is it like a ball hook or <laughs> is it a pointed sharpie hook? No, it's a, it's an old it's
1: it's it's rusted. It's shoved into a stump where his hand uh, used to be. So okay, you've never seen Candyman.
0: I'm puckering. Right. All I right.
1: Um, amazing. Amazing. Uh, well, there's a whole bunch. There's a remake recently that Jordan Peele produced. Uh, in the original, Virginia Madsen is the lead, the heroine. It's set in the Cabrini Green neighborhood uh-huh. of Chicago. Unbelievable.
0: Virginia, a little sideways action. Yep.
1: Uh, Tony Todd was first credited as Barrington in a 1986 film called Sleep Year Sleepwalk. Well, <laughs> Sleepwalk, and that exact same year, he was in a little movie called Platoon. So Tony Todd came out of the gate uh, just kind of screaming. And did I say he has 241 credits to his name? I don't remember it in Platoon. I remember Forrest in Platoon. Yeah, he's uh, he's been in so many things. Color the Crow, uh, a, a 1998 film called Butter. Uh, so not the episode that we did uh, here. Uh, and, and for horror fans, he's in the Final Destination movies. He's in the Hatchet movies. Uh, he was in The Rock. So, Remember him in The Rock? He was one of the soldiers. On so the had Earth, he
0: I done think. all five Candyman movies before this film? In 2012, or I he think had done so, several yeah. of them. Yeah, I think. For yeah, sure.
1: I don't know how many the original Candyman's he did. I've only seen three, but yeah. So but all, all before three. this, okay. he, and he was also in a, an episode Jess and I love of the X Files. He's in an awesome X Files episode. Next build is James Duvall as Francis. So Francis, the nerdy white guy. Who he got shows the second up. billing. Yeah, is on the poster, and it, with the cameos and everything. Because Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill's in this film, Luke Skywalker's in the film. He's an and on the poster. But there's some other big cameos. So James Duval was probably, of everybody else, the bigger star at that time, I guess. Had you seen him in anything? No. Uh, he's the, he plays the character of Francis. He was born in Detroit. And again, character actor. He's got 150 credits to his name. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and young, I mean, I think he's a pretty he's young guy. He's young,
0: yeah. 150? Yeah,
1: and he, he's he's a big fuck fan because he's he's in two movies back-to-back. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, yeah, one movie he was in called Totally Fucked Up, and he followed uh, that movie with Mod Fuck Explosion. Uh, his character is Smack, and Mod Fuck Explosion is billed as West Side Story meets Rumble in the Bronx meets A Clockwork Orange. <laughs>
0: Which Holy shit. I want to see immediately. Yeah. And, and how appropriate since yeah. West Side Story is coming out. Exactly. Yeah. He's,
1: I think, best known, the guy who played Francis, as uh, he was uh, Randy Quaid's kid in Independence Day. So he he was the older of Randy Quaid's character's kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brooding, yeah, like, yeah. He needs his
0: medicine. Yep. That's him. So Yep. Um, I, can,
1: I can see him. He's got probably 20 uh, movies in production right now. Wow. Uh, one is called Night of the Ghouls," So I think they're going to try to merge zombies and ghouls. So he's done a lot. Next build, and this is the one that freaked out my wife, Noah Hathaway as Fish.
0: So had you ever seen Fish in anything before? No, but I thought I read something about this was his first movie since 1994. It's been a long time. And then, and then he takes on a, a yep. lead role. So I have a visual
1: for this. Uh oh. You know you don't know who this kid is? No. I'm looking at him and it took a little bit, but I said to Jess, that's a tray from the never ending story. Remember the film The Never Story?
0: Just barely. Like the little kid? Well,
1: no, like the hero. Like the hero in the book. Okay. He has our text, the, the, the horse that sinks in the in the mud. It's one of the saddest <laughs> things us kids had to deal this goddamn horse shit, some of the things that we had to watch. Drama and and he's this young and my wife's like no that's not and i said i just i don't know and i think it was more than name i i think i did re- recognize the name yeah. but it is him so okay. th- this is a side by side there you go that's a side by side of what i saw in my oh, mind oh my gosh and i put those two together is that sad
0: that is incredible <laughs> wow yeah that is amazing yeah i i so the the picture on the left is a young, some Tarzan a, as about a 15 years old, maybe. Never ending story, yep. <laughs> and uh, he's got a, not a tattoo on him and quite young, looks like a, you know, a school picture almost, but he's kind of dressed up in a, I don't know, like a buckskin top yep. and then cut to what he looks like in this movie. He's all tatted up and his hair's all cut off. I mean, he it's looks like a, looks like a meth head. He uh,
1: has an early credit in the movie Troll, which is a renowned horror movie, mostly because it spawned a sequel called Troll 2, which is known as the worst film of all time. But I thought it interesting, his character in the movie Troll, he's credited as Harry Potter Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know Harry if, Potter. if we're not talking about J.K. Rowling, maybe uh, – Stealing the name Harry Potter from the terrible horror film Troll. Yeah. But there you go. And he, yeah. one of his big breakouts was he had a recurring role on Battlestar Galactica, the early, the 70s show. Oh, that's cool. And I looked at a still and I, I kind of remember it. He also holds black belts in Tang Soo Do in Shotokan and is learning American Kenpo
0: from Dr. Jerry Erickson. Wow. So Tang Soo Do is very similar to Taekwondo. And uh, what was the other one? Shotokan is straight up karate, I believe. Yeah. And uh, but not the not the grappling arts. Yeah.
1: I thought you'd get a little Todd boner from that. So
0: was that just like there little or like no, no, no. semi chub try- No, I wasn't trying to so- get you full mast.
1: <laughs> I just you know wanted to to tease the karate stuff. Yeah, there. we'll
0: save that for uh, the sushi. Next build is
1: Andy McKenzie as Max, and I I for the first few beats of the movie i just called him biker but he's the the biker guy yeah and had you seen him in anything before
0: you know he just looked like a biker dude i've seen right. in every movie <laughs> i thought he may have been a pro wrestler or something yeah, like and that. i wrote biker guy I'm yeah. my, in my notes as well too that's kind of he's fun. been
1: in a bunch but w- the only thing that matters is he is in a, a an underappreciated movie in my opinion called mcgruber um and, and i just want people to see mcgruber mcgruber i i freaking love that movie Val Kilmer is the villain, and he has, he has one of the best villain character names, Dieter von Kunth. See? <laughs> he just laughed. What? Because I said Kunth.
0: I could see your... C-U-N-T-H. No, I, can, I can smell your...
1: So, I myself cannot.
0: But not today.
1: But this movie has so many notable, amazing, yeah. amazing people, when you boil down to it.
0: Well... So is that a tie-in to our movie here because of all the the, the, the Cooter jokes and the, you know that, that come up in this movie you you unconsciously tied that in you I realize that I mean, yeah
1: and and that's that's something that that bothered me a little bit in, in a way because the one thing the comparisons of this film to Tarantino are spot on I think okay and what's interesting to me is some of the language in this movie is really really offensive you know use of of sexual orientation slangs uh-huh. racial slang i mean it's re- it's there's some really horrid shit said in this movie and it's in similarly in, in a similar way that tarantino gets away with that stuff it's that the way his dialogue is is written and so i were you offended at all i should ask by some of the language in this movie cuz again it's it's no
0: it all fit with within the model and universe that was Created, I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you expected it to come out of – it's sometimes funny hearing Luke Skywalker say some of the things right. that he said. Oh, um, I have thoughts. But that's, I love you this know, performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into all also that. Also
1: in this, though, uh, I'd like to note David S. Melchin is the driver of the getaway van, and I I, I think this guy's amazing. And he was just in the, the most recent Suicide Squad movie. So he's gone from like character actor. Then he gets a, a, a small role in Ant, in the yeah. Ant Man movies. Now he's in Marvel. He's in Suicide Squad. So
0: everyone else is extremely successful. Um, well, depending on your definition of success, or yeah. you know, in notab- notable movies, then except our girl, yeah. So far. Yeah, we're um, going to we're gonna change that, people.
1: You also have Jeff Fahey, Michael Bean, Danny Trejo, whose character name is one of the funniest fucking things I've seen in forever.
0: <laughs> and the fact that he gets a machete and out. And there's a
1: great, yeah, there's <laughs> that too. And there's a, a hilarious nod to, to the NeverEnding Story later as well. Uh, and then on the poster is Mark Hamill, uh, Sonny Chiba, which uh, Sonny Chiba, and he's billed as Sonny Chiba. Uh, his actual name is Shinichi uh, and he sadly passed away this year. He's the sushi chef. Yeah, and that's he passed kind of, away. He passed away this year. Oh, in fact, an amazing uh, actor and uh, has he's a, he's a scary dude. Great filmography. And this is, I believe, maybe our first official tie to my beloved Fast and Furious franchise, because Sonny Chiba. Uh, if you're a Tarantino fan, uh, in Kill Bill Volume One and Two.
0: The only reason I knew that and he was in a Kill Bill movie uh,
1: important character too.
0: Was because I watched that documentary on YouTube huh? and he signed a, a Kill Bill poster for somebody. Yeah. One of the guys on the crew, and he signed it. I'm like, oh he must be in Kill Bill.
1: Yep. <laughs> he is and he is in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh. So
0: the smile on your face is just so, yep. so heartwarming. I, I wish I could go on this ride with you, but... And then uh, we have... And she, she has a credit introducing
1: Courtney Palm, but this is not her first film. Um, and well, the directors and their, the writer, director, and producer who did the commentary, they didn't, they didn't really comment on that.
0: But. Well, I, I, I would like to then. Introduce-
1: I, have, I have
0: notes on that, that very line. And you look surprised. You oh. got one eyebrow raised and the other not. <laughs> so I, I made a tie-in. So when I saw introducing... Courtney Palm, my mind immediately popped up another introducing, and I was like, "Oh, could that be the only one? I started watching credit beginning credits for other movies to see and what movie do you think immediately popped into my mind because it and they did an introducing another female lead um, who who has been more in a lot more movies what was it Jennifer Lawrence? No. No, that wasn't her first. No, um, I don't know. But I didn't look that up. So the one that popped into my mind is um 1976, Jeff Bridges, Charles Groden. Oh my goodness. And introducing
1: Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Yeah.
0: So when I saw introducing Courtney Palm, yeah that flashed into oh, my head. Cool. And I, I just thought that was See, really look cool. Look at this. are a little independent
1: tie to uh A a beloved film, I think, award-winning film.
0: The the second King Kong, I I thoroughly enjoy.
1: Another little add to
0: that, Todd Boner. Isn't it? This is (laughs) a love fest for you, brother. Well, we got to get you one. I can't be the only one over here having all the, you know, all the. That's all right. We can
1: trade (laughs) off. This was written by uh, two people, Destin Destin Faf. Uh, who all also wrote a film called Married in a Year and a film called – a short film. A lot of, uh, He's done a bunch of, of shorts. A short film called Porn-tourage, <laughs> which uh, I, I, I looked at that for a second, and it stars a, a great porn character named Buck Wood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you're George Costanza, it would be Buck Naked. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. And it was also written by Kern Saxton, who has also done a bunch of shorts. Uh, and it was directed by Kern Saxton. This was the, his first feature film.
0: Oh, and writer, director, producer. Yep. Editor. And editor. Yeah. And editor. Yeah. One w- producer, so not the only indie producer. fashion. We love people like true this. True noir. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We
1: love you. We love you, Kern. We'd like to, and, and while well, from the director's commentary, they, they had at least at the time, uh, planned a prequel. So get going on that the tagline from the poster there's only one revenge is a dish best served raw
0: and i I did see that tagline and I try not to but I love that one um the only thing I would say is that kind of gives gives i don't know yeah kind of kind of gives a nod to the movie well, a bit. And so like i f- I love posters and I love
1: alternate posters and I just freaking dug that
0: oh where'd you find this
1: um it's and it's on IMDb. And it doesn't. it it says, "Revenge is a dish best served cold." But I just, yeah. I love the look of that. It's you know two chopsticks holding a bullet. And, uh, uh, is that sushi going to go into some lips? Oh, that's
0: oh, a that's, so, a, that's a, a large a mouth. mouth. Yeah,
1: it looks like I'm the pervert taking up. A, yeah, <laughs> this movie was made for seven hundred. <laughs> movie was made for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars estimated, and I didn't find anything on any money it made.
0: No, they it didn't did have get anything a, a posted. On IM. Theatrical
1: release, but uh, uh, one hour and thirty-eight minutes on this one,
0: which is, did it did it move for you? Did it yeah. slog? Was it paced? No, okay it was for fine. You? It was It was it was good. Good pace. The
1: production team behind the movie raised the money for the world premiere via Kickstarter, which I think was the first time that ever happened. And the film debuted at the TCL Chinese Theater on November twenty seventh, two thousand twelve. And played at the Montreal's Fantasia International Film Festival, Melbourne's Supernova Pop Culture Expo in 2013. Oh, cool. And it had a limited theatrical run in February of 2013 and kind of made most of its headway with VOD and yeah. geeks like me who buy Blu-rays.
0: Yeah. Well, I rented it, you know, this week. Yeah. So they just – they made
1: a little bit. <laughs> well, hey, I'm sure they appreciate that. And the the opening of this movie, you know, going into it, you're thinking – Okay, um, big cast, ensemble movie, mystery, crime. And I like it. It starts with, you know, a girl getting ready for something. And if you don't know what a suit, did you know what it, the concept of a sushi girl was before this? Did no. You, did you look no, into it? I, at all? I
0: have a question. I had questions. I got question marks. So, so is this a thing? This is a real thing. Yes. Fuck. Are I, you I, I'm serious? sure
1: COVID has for sure. And if, if, you know, propriety so, didn't wipe it out well okay. before COVID. Um, yeah. as I understood, it was a real thing or is a real thing.
0: All right. So I was really concerned when I walked into the studio today and laying out in the center of the table is oh, this don't extra mind her. Large don't, vo- don't mind her, Barbie she, doll, you know, like a she looks giant like a side, doll. I don't know, was it three, four foot long? And then we've been eating sushi. Yeah. You know, just, that you strategically know. placed. Um, I, I, I I suck at chapstick, so I had to just use my fingers. But. Oh, just like Max,
1: that yeah. That, uh, well, that Yeah,
0: I guess I'm the biker guy today. But so now I understand what this whole this whole setup is on uh, the table. That is, it, it's because it is a thing you can do. Yes, it is. You absolutely. can hire, as I understood it, and.
1: Uh, it, I don't know why I was looking this up at uh, well, the time I, wish, I was. I wish but, I had because I didn't there I, I believe there are restaurants that actually have this and you, <gasps> you could Japan? go it, yes, that's where I, I saw a lot of the videos, but you could go to like a an event at a hotel and the buffet will just be a naked girl with sushi on her. No way. And I did you know, and I wanted to honestly I didn't know if you'd seen I wanted to research it a little bit and I didn't have time, so Wow. I actually got the movie in today, so Work's
0: been crazy and so this is the first time I think I've, I've crammed. So I know in one you see day. me like loaded with all these questions and you're no. like I can't deliver, brother. I, 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 but I've got stuff. I should've stuff. looked it I've up myself.
1: Stuff. I've got stuff. I've got good stuff, I
0: think. No, but, but so it is a real thing. Yes. This for is sure, a real sure thing. in Japan. Yes.
1: And I'm sure and in Vegas. Know, what is
0: it called? Just su- sushi girl dinner?
1: <laughs> I no, I don't know. It, it I I'm wondering if it's if there's not maybe a name for the style of presentation because you're still yeah. just eating sushi. It's just the manner of which it's served is yeah, a human yeah. naked and, female, and
0: us as Americans tend to tend to refer to raw fish as something else. And doesn't that tie in with well, this movie there, at all? There's
1: or? the irony for you. Yeah, <laughs> but I like the, the shot of her getting ready, and you have Tony Todd, yeah. and you see his Tony Todd creepily behind her, and he puts his hand on her. Yeah,
0: and, and then just, the bullet wound in her in the back in her back shoulder, and her being very afraid of him when he touches her you know like you can see the fear it's like like Skyfall you know what the yeah. the, the the Asian girl in yeah. Skyfall how afraid she is of uh, of um, I she's. can't remember no uh, oh Skyfall what am I talking about yeah uh. Um, uh, what's his name the Italian guy it, with <laughs> the blonde hair he's not Italian <laughs> Spanish guy <laughs> Mother of God! Oh boy! Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was Italian close. The, the country was is not that far. He's you also, just kind of take he a was, little he boat was also
1: in a film with uh, Jennifer Lawrence as well.
0: He yeah, was. and it's called Mom. Yeah, that's and why it's I said Mother, Mother. Mother. No, anyway, so but there me. is
1: there is a tie to James Bond to this, which is which is interesting. But I I like this, and then you have a couple of they they set up a couple of shots that I think are gorgeous, like sometimes I'll look at movies and w- want to, and I'm sure there's the technology to do that, but take a still of it and yeah. make a poster of it. Yeah. And the first one, there's two in this one. The first one is the shot looking into the dining room with that circular entryway. You have the yeah. rising sun, Japanese the art. Japanese flag. And yeah. then the table. And I just thought that Establishing shot was just gorgeous, and the,
0: and that's before she's on the table, right? That's when right. she's first w- walking yeah. in with the robe and, yeah. and, and the wood shoes. She comes
1: in uh with the yeah the the shoes in a robe, drops the robe, naked girl, and then right into titles. Yeah, which I thought that was a really kind of nice and you know opening well, of the film.
0: I thought the still shot they did of directly above the table, yeah, with her completely decorated up was stunning. Yeah. Visually, did you like it?
1: Yeah. And there are a couple of things that I learned from the commentary from a, a film, film perspective I thought were kind of cool. But the titles. So you're you're looking at an independent film and the, the song dulcet tones
0: of diamonds are forever. Blew my mind. Did it? <laughs> blew my mind. When that song started. Oh, that's the James Bond tie you're talking well, about. There, there is one because believe it or not, they got permission. I was going to. They got they. Said, you are so awesome. I was going to ask you. I'm like, how the? I mean, but it's so. Yeah. It's such an older song. I thought. Well, maybe they didn't have to pay that much. No, no but they, they were got, on a really tight budget. They were,
1: and they they got permission, and they got permission to use quite a quite a few surprising pieces yeah. of music for them. And in composing the score, how they because I really liked the score in this film. Did you like the music? Uh huh. Oh yeah. They they approached it like a Bond film. They approached it like John Barry, and even um, the um, Mark um, Mark Hamill's character. Sorry, he has a, like a little bit of a theme. So they created little theme mu- pieces of music. But okay. they got permission for Diamonds Are Forever, and and there it is. They found the a song. very specific version of it, like some obscure one, with permission from the. Bronx. Oh, that's not State the original August. Bond one. No, it. Well, it is, but okay. like they, they're you know they recorded a bunch of different versions. He wanted some very specific one
0: that was done. But that's the same singer. Yep, absolutely. From the, yeah, I yep. thought so because I heard that and it was like it took so that's kind of cool because
1: that kind of you know clues you into well the, and it's the a diamond plot. heist yeah 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 and I I like how they you know they say a lot you know visually with this and you go to. You know, money being dropped down in front of a sushi sh- chef and I'm like, All right, there's a sushi chef. That's gonna be hard to well, say. Well
0: and this. the and the credits are rolling um,
1: while they're doing yeah, this. Too. I love this credit sequence. It's preparing sushi yeah. and placing it and a guy getting out of prison and it's really yeah. kind of and, and the credits at the same, is, same yeah. time too.
0: All rolling together and then diamonds are forever yeah. being sung from the from the Bond movie. Pretty freaking gorgeous. It was. I mean, they spent a lot of time setting that up, and there's something to you know. I guess th- there's something it's
1: real sexy, to be honest, about the preparation of sushi. Have you seen the documentary "Hero Dreams of Sushi"? No, it's a beautiful documentary, but the the close-ups of these incredibly sharp knives slicing incredibly thin pieces of fish, uh huh, very satisfying. So
0: remember. that there there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan yeah. has has arrived at his first very satisfying winter's bone at. of the day. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> really really cool. Like, like Jennifer Lawrence needs any more nods to her. We, you know, we need to talk more yeah, Courtney. That's right. <laughs> and she
1: is, you know, now uh, this this woman, this girl, she is n- n- naked and she's on this table yeah. and he is very meticulously placing the sushi and the the, the, and the and pr- it's
0: the chef, the Japanese yes. guy. Yes.
1: And the, the you know, the production team behind the scenes Uh, Including the director and the producer and everybody who did nine jobs, all kind of labored over the placement and they, you know, wrote tables down. And so much so to a point where they were at a restaurant and she said, All right, let me get on the table
0: right now. And got almost
1: nude and got onto the table and they started putting food on her.
0: Well, (laughs) let me just say, she's not a shy girl. (laughs) I did make another request. I don't know if you're going to do it or not, but about reading the IMD biography. Oh,
1: shoot. I, I can. I can get it. Yeah. Well, it,
0: I mean, it's pretty long, but this fits in with, you know, she's just, she's seems to be yeah. quite fearless. And then when I read her biography on IMDb, which is clearly not written by her, it was written by somebody else because of the way the yeah. language is. Um,
1: Sometimes they're written by the actor.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well then, but she portrayed it to be, you know, it, it reads as a, it's somebody that knows her well. Yeah. And... You know the things that she does. You you know it fits in with her fearlessness. So this is in a public place. She strips down to probably brawn panties. Yeah. It says, "All right, try it out, guys. Let's see." And what... there's a
1: really good story about her audition. Not like that. Not, but a really fun story that they tell about. I don't her know any of this stuff. Yeah, see, it's on I'm, the director's I'm, I'm commentary. A,
0: I'm a sp- I'm a audience member on this it's one. Not, yeah, <laughs> and we bring
1: different things every episode. And and the this sushi chef. As he places the final piece, uh, and I didn't notice if it was the most important one. Yeah, um, he says, "You know, remember your training, and don't move." He's given whatever happens. He, he's do not right move, in don't her speak, ear. Don't, don't and do he's anything.
0: Really serious, and he is like, he he looks like not a retired samurai, but because of his age, probably not in battle anymore but you would be you would be extremely afraid of. Yeah. He's the real deal. Well, I think there's just a
1: a quiet menace about somebody you he, know who can wield a sword and just eviscerate. He, and he has that. Like just eviscerate. And like getting fucking with a sword? Well, and those the sword the they are
0: so sharp.
1: I know. They say you won't don't feel it as your like bowels are just spilling out, but yeah,
0: but that it's it's scary, sharp, like you you can't even touch it you know on know. the edge with your thumb because your, you your will, thumb's you will off
1: bleed. you don't even know it's crazy, so we <laughs> this is how we start, and there's no context for any of this, and no. let, I mean you assume all right, you don't know Just diamonds are for what is this going to be, and a gentleman's getting out of prison, and he he makes that I just got out of prison call, which is one of the most heartbreaking things i've yeah. ever seen.
0: I'm going to keep this by the way this no. uh. Alter, I like this. Now that I know that that is lips, I can't stop looking at it. Okay, sorry to interrupt I don't there. Know I if was not <laughs>
1: dirty or the way you said it or the when you thought it was fish. Anyway, he, 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 you don't know who this is, but you he bring, gets out of prison.
0: It's fish lips, a whole new- Awesome. <laughs> brings a whole new thing to fish lips. So if anyone's wondering what I'm talking about, it is a alternative movie poster- It's all right. That you can- Huh? <laughs> you're, that you, you're in the clear. That you can find on- IMDB. Revenge is a dish best served yes. cold at the top and sushi girl at the bottom, and then some well, quite interesting I, I artwork think, I in think between. Those are
1: stunt lips. That's a stunt pair of mouth lips. There.
0: Courtney does her own stumps, stumps, stunts. <laughs> All right. Moving on.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we can get out of the murk of this of his his phone call home, and a little boy, his son, picks up and says, "It's your dad." And the kid goes, "Dad's at work." Yeah. So he's it's he's setting up his, his desperate world moved on. Yeah. <laughs> the wife gets on the phone. He's like, I'm out of prison. She's like, oh, just it yeah. hangs up.
0: And hang- <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he's no, that, out. That's that was like he's just, out. It was like a Napoleon Dynamite sigh. Yeah. And the directors actually <gasps> they,
1: they made a point to say. And one thing I guess you can thank Facebook for in a weird way is they got a few members of the cast, inclu- including Noah Hathaway through Facebook. <laughs> just like literally a Facebook message
0: to try to audition? Yeah, to like for the movie. Wait. So you can the, word, like word, word. Wait, so so I write so, a movie, yeah. I write a a, yeah. a short film whatever, Fucking I can Facebook ask somebody. I can Absolutely. ask. Yep. Val Kilmer on, you heard it on here? Facebook. Yeah. And and send and then he'll say send me the script and then Absolutely. he Absolutely. Mark Hamill
1: yeah, I mean these these folks had done a few other things. I mean, it but he hasn't done one since ninety four. It wasn't a cold call to him. Ninety four anyway. to it's like eighteen years. Yes, yeah, send your script to Noah Hathaway. I bet he will appreciate it. Uh, David Dest Melchin. Apparently, they also got via Facebook. But our our guy gets out of prison and he's picked up by a mean bald, mean looking bald guy in a uh, in a black car. In a black outfit. It just kind of looked menacing. With a big old uh, scar going down his face. Yeah. Didn't look like the kind of, my gal's picking me up, and I'm out of prison type of moment he <laughs> yeah, hoped that, he would have.
0: If that's his gal,
1: he, he might want to yeah. go back into prison. Yes. Well, yeah, well, that probably was his gal in prison as well. But he gets into the car, and this is kind of the main thrust of the movie. He says, what does he want from me? And this is his entrance to the abandoned restaurant that will be
0: his fate, I
1: guess, Yeah. at this point.
0: Yep. The point of no return once you go in there, baby. Um, we have, But he doesn't answer him. by the way. He's asking all these, oh, the, saying the, all the, these, the hedge. Hench- yeah, he calls himself
1: the henchman. Loyal henchman. We uh, go into this abandoned restaurant, which um, I don't know if where she was dressing was part of this, but there's clearly a kitchen. But when we first... Um, meet Mark Hamill's character it's in what looks like the kitchen but they're an abandoned restaurant and you have Tony Todd there, looking pretty spiffy yeah out know all the decked suit. suit we've got that that pocket square that red pocket square looks real good and uh and, and we meet um Mark Hamill's character <laughs> who's so what did you think you, you, you saw Luke Skywalker was in this and yeah
0: yeah you know and and I know you because we talked a little bit about this already, but I know that I, he if Mark Hamill was to play the Joker in a Batman movie, this
1: would be it. Well, yeah, fanboys, um, there's a lot of them, and you know he does. But the he did voice the voice of the, of the yeah, Joker yeah. in
0: some which an animated series, I believe, oh, yeah. which I've he, never he's watched. Renowned for it in those yeah. circles, so yeah. But he a doesn't sound of, like that. A lot
1: of people say if you. Wherever to get a live action Mark Hamill Joker, Sushi Girl would be the performance. So I thought that well, was that's cool that the you same that vibe up. I yeah.
0: exactly, without reading any of that. That's, yeah, what but I've he's
1: got. got this little kind of effeminate side to him. So he's, you know,
0: yeah, He he's called uh, he's many got, a name about that. Yeah. He, and that's
1: one of the things that, you know, could be offensive. And it's that <laughs> like Tarantino style of writing. Yeah. And he gets away with stuff like that. But well, his character is very picky. And I thought it funny, Tony Todd's character says, how long is it going to be before you're missed? And his re- his response is, they don't get paid enough to care. So did he break out of a loony bin?
0: Wow. That's a good question.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, huh. again, subtitles, even with the director's yeah, commentary. I, I had I a had lot had, going on. I that. had subtitles on, too. So how long? So ostensibly, maybe he has is, he is broken out of the loony bin to be there. And it looks like Tony Todd's character is some sort of boss. And he leads Crow, Mark Hamill's character, yeah. Crow, into the main dining room. And you're wondering what level of creep is Mark Hamill. Were you thinking like, all right, Mark, this is Luke Skywalker. He's pure. Yeah. He's that blonde-haired saccharine hero from yeah. Star Wars. He can't possibly be a dirty mouth. He went all the way. Did he shock? Did any he, of this yeah. shock you? Oh, him? yeah. He went, he
0: went all the way. Fortunately, he doesn't have that same look, pure look. You know, because yeah, he, he's so, so much been... older, you know, and plus with the glasses and the long hair. But, you know, if he was still that, if he still had that boyish look to him like he did as Luke, then it would yeah. be just completely shocking. But no, oh, the yeah. way he looks now. I'm glad you got a little jolt from but that. But he, yeah, no, he doesn't hold back. He goes all the way.
1: And he goes full creep right away. He sees this, this young girl on this table and he goes, party favors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he refers to dessert a and lot. And then says,
1: is she full service? Yeah. And Tony Todd's character, again, he's, he delivers—Tony he, he, Todd's gravitas is unmatched. It's his voice, and, and I, I really hope you watched the, the original Candyman. As far as scary okay. movies goes, yeah. it's one of the scariest. And his villain really? isn't talked about in the pantheon of Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, Mike Myers— but yeah. he should be up there. And I've seen all those, yeah. but not, I just, just has, never watched Candyman. The sequels were so maligned and, and what have you. And this isn't a podcast about Candyman. But anyway, he has <laughs> <That's> this <okay. laughs> this gravitas, and it's so... And he says, sushi's free, the girl's not. Yeah. And it, he just has to say, you know what? You say it, and you're like, yes, sir.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, how his rules. physical size is very menacing.
1: And mm-hmm. so we, we, you know, one by one get the crew here, yeah. And we have a, a biker guy who we find out his name is Max, and he and yep. Crow don't like each other. We get a nerdy white guy who shows up, and he has the great line, as if we were wondering. It looks like we're in a reunion, at a titty buffet, yeah, <laughs> in Tiananmen Square. <laughs> so again, it's lines like that that there is some humor. I, I mean, yeah. sorry if I sound like a. Did you laugh at all? And some yeah,
0: uh, every. The only place the dialogue was a little rough for me was in the exposition part in the beginning with yeah. Mark Hamill and Duke. Okay, um, yeah. It was a little contrived, but he had to get through all that. And, you know, you got two two very experienced True. actors delivering it as best they can, but it was yeah. a little little yeah. bit rough. Oh, yeah. But then from there forward, I thought it flowed great. Okay, I, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, that's just what I
1: felt. And if you had a criticism, I would say, you know, they... There's a lot left undone, and knowing that they maybe intended on a prequel or maybe even a sequel in some way, I don't know. Yeah, but a lot was left kind of there's a lot of loose ends, everybody in this movie. And if you find a cool one constructively, a little independent podcast at gmail.com, you can send it to us.
0: Yeah, but in the end, it is a celebration about a guy who wrote, directed, and edited his own movie
1: again, the language really starts to get you, you know, uh, some of the stuff might seem offensive, but in that style of Tarantino, that's just the way it goes. Yeah,
0: but it had that setback flavor too. And yeah. if we're talking being in the seventies or eighties, cause that did feel that way, especially that limo he was picked up in. Yeah. You know, I that was from at. that era. That's the way, I mean, I heard this language every day in school. Yeah. Well, Francis. I mean, it's just
1: how it was. He, I think, I thought his seventies jacket. You yeah. know, because he's, he's got a, he's clearly recovering because.
0: And, and that's the kill Bill kind of look, maybe. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't but
1: know. Duke, you know, says, are, are you off the wagon? You know, you're off the wagon. Don't lie to me. So he's establishing dominance with all these different characters in different ways. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a theme there, you know, um, Crow and Max do not like each other. You know, Max or Crow says, you know, you're Duke's dog. You know, so there's this you know idea of subservience not only with the woman on the table but with these men to each other you know all to this one guy which i thought was kind of interesting
0: yeah and he's kind of setting it up that way that may be deeper than anybody's ever he's he's (laughs) loathing in it you know not loathing he's soaking it up you know in, in max and crow
1: fight and like physically fight like you know Max shoves his head onto the bar and he cuts yeah, his cheek he and makes
0: a reference to his his dad. And,
1: and they want to get paid. They want to get paid. And I find it interesting. They'll occasionally cut to the sushi girl flinching,
0: blinks. Well, yeah. At first yeah, she, she blinks. There's a few times where she she blinks. Yeah. yeah.
1: And at and this point, they're saying somebody's missing. Somebody's missing. Well, fish arrives. He's out after six years. A very specific number in 19 days, something in something 19 days. Yeah, yeah, and F- seven months, and and he arrives. And, and the directors, in the the director producer, the the commentary team, here we talking about you know one getting the people that they got, and two how long it took. It took about three years to make this movie, and they kept on saying, "Never give up." Three Never years. Give, yeah.
0: Wow, watching the documentary, they were on a really tight time schedule yeah, between idea
1: and just getting you know getting to the
0: point of doing oh it. You know, yeah 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 because they had to do the shooting yeah. script and pay and all never, their- he
1: said they said never give up and get kind investors so if you're making that movie get kind investors <laughs> and so everybody's there and where is your interest peaked at this point in time like all right this is a crew somebody went to prison for something and where were you at right now
0: yeah no i was I, I knew it was going on um you know that it was a heist because probably because I read, you know, the description and it talked about it. It already had told me about the diamond heist. Yeah. Oh. So okay. so I knew I knew it was about that, and yeah. that's why diamonds are forever was yeah. so freaking awesome in the beginning. And They do
1: a toast and and they somebody I believe it's Duke says to fallen comrades. So. Everything that progresses makes you think something went wrong. Aside from one
0: of them going to prison yeah. for six years, what do we got to say, Grace? You know that one. Guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's all <laughs> irritated because he can't start eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he tries to reach and he slaps. Yeah, again, more like yeah. I'm, I'm lording over you. Yeah, slaps yeah. his hand. Yeah, like yeah. a petulant child. God damn it. And they all have named play settings. What I I love is Tony Todd his his commitment to having a goddamn civilized fine meal. That and then, don't get in his way of eating that freaking fish because yeah. he'll chop your fingers off.
0: Well, yeah, and I do have a big question coming up as we work through this for here, but he, you know, he says tonight we dine yakuza style. So that was yakuza his whole style. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yaku- and they have How masks. Do
1: yakuza. 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 Oh no, here we go. I believe it's one of those two. We made I no thought offense. He said yakuza in the yakuza. movie, but it does
0: end yeah. with an A. So, um. But his whole thing is being a Japanese gangster, you know, yeah. or mafia guy. I think it's close. In America. Like, he's wanting to portray that, you yeah. know. But it doesn't appear that he has any ties to the Japanese no. mafia.
1: Nor to Pittsburgh, as we find.
0: Oh, because of our girl.
1: But they – so they toast. They have these these special place settings and masks. And the the Yakuza style of doing the fish this way is they dine from the outside in. So in the world of sushi, uh, I did eat sushi while watching this today. So I, I kept it legit. I kept it street. Um, <laughs> so they say the safer um, bites are on the outside. And as you get you know closer to the inside or to the more sensitive parts of the body. I, I
0: have a question. Mm-hmm. What... I'll probably not know the answer, but no, you will because you ate it. Uh, how how did you, how was it presented the sushi while you were eating?
1: Oh, I had my dog flip over and you know put it on him.
0: A male <laughs> is that dog. Not where I thought I was, gonna go? w- was there. Fugu. It, it's, it's not. As, was there fugu on the no, genitalia? Right?
1: No, it's. It didn't come out as funny as I thought it was. So I regret <laughs> it. But yes, yeah, so fugu is um is is the. That's the rarest of the rare. Outside. Is it a real
0: yeah. thing? It will kill you. Yes. If and it's cut uh, wrong,
1: hundreds do die. I did look this up. Hundreds do die a year in Japan, at least, from eating fugu that is not prepared properly. So yes, and
0: it's poison. Yes, that kills them. Yeah, not blowfish. not parasitic. Yeah. Yeah, eating
1: blowfish. raw meat. No. Nope. Okay, which literally
0: is literally poison. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think it's funny that Max can't do chopsticks. And he's a biker they, they guy. They keep showing him struggling. Yeah. And, you got a fork. You and you got a goddamn that. fork. But again, they're in an abandoned restaurant. This guy, it, it, who, I don't know who cleaned it. I hope somebody did. But like that just sketches me <laughs> well, out. Well, those guys thing. don't, you know, they
0: but, weren't dressed for that except for the leader. But there's tension already. and And that's what I
1: like about what the actors do, specifically Fish, because he knows he's at the brunt of this. And finally, he, I think he says to everybody, I don't have them.
0: Yeah. So here's my big question, and maybe you can help me with that, with this. The movie seemed to be, from the get-out, set up as a Russian roulette with poisonous sushi. The way he goes into that full description about plain Jane sushi on the outside, and as you get closer, as you work your way in, yeah, it gets more dangerous. And when you get to the erogenous zones— it's poison sushi and only if you're man enough if you're strong enough do you survive it when you eat it and that is a thing in Japan. So That's I'm like so where me. I'm at right now is like all right so dining off of this girl this sushi as they're asking him questions you know it's going to be like a russian roulette like if he doesn't answer their questions they're going to he's going to end up having to eat Interesting. the poison. Gotcha. So that I was all set up for that. Okay. Okay. And And then it just turned left. Okay, it wasn't that. And went in a complete different. And it just
1: ignored that completely. That would have been, you know, from a, you know, a food porn perspective. (laughs) That would have been pretty great. (laughs) Just you know, that's going to be our second podcast
0: starting in uh, three months from now. Food porn. So you know, everybody get ready for that. Probably already taken. Yeah. (laughs) Food porn. So the tension it it comes to a head. Where where do you come up with this stuff?
1: It's an old term, my friend.
0: Old Ugh, term, food porn.
1: And it, it it turns out that they feel like they're owed, or he has held out on them, and it's diamonds. Diamonds is what, unsurprisingly, not, not it would have been shocking if it was like gold doubloons or something, right?
0: Yeah, because this that, you got the doubloons, if and I'd they had like, changed the, the lyrics of the, the song. Are forever. You know, gold doubloons are forever. Yeah, that would have been
1: funny though. Like
0: give give us the microchips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what the hell? What's with
1: the song? All right. <laughs> Just because they could fucking get it, I guess. And you know, fish starts to throw blame, and now we go into a flashback. And and we've talked about flashbacks on the podcast before. And they don't bother you in general.
0: This this you needed it. Yeah. You had to know it was go. It was yeah. set up for it. Yeah, and several of them were great because of the way this first one they just went right into it. But the next two, they actually went into a smash cut, like where the hammers hitting him, and then the hammers hitting. You know the the cigar cutter, and yeah. then you know at the whoop, bang the mic at the hit, the you know goes right into a hard cut of the flashback with with the hit. And yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, it looks like you're queuing something up over there. Yeah, you got well, for
1: us? yeah, and and so this is my clip, and I thought about something as I was doing the clip, and I hope you'll like this, but. We're all about underdog movies usually or smaller movies and independent movies and the clip because I think there are a lot of amazing monologues in this film. There's a lot of awesome clips and there's a lot a lot to to try to pick. And so what I'm going to start doing now on is pick the underdog clip the thing that probably won't get all the recognition because other things do. So I'm not going to maybe pick the obvious. I'm going to try okay. to struggle to find the thing that maybe you missed or is a little unsung.
0: So this is an underdog clip. I, I well maybe not, but can we cue some music like right when you do it like Never Fear, Underdog is Here. Underdog. You remember that old that cheesy here cartoon I come to save Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. the Andy Kaufman bit. But so they're flashbacking. They're in a crummy motel or hotel and they're getting ready. And Max is, you know, stereotypically just loading guns, the loading guns. Yeah. And, the biker dude. And, yeah. and Mark Hamill's characters, how many guns are you taking? And he's like, all of them. And then you have <laughs> David Desmalchins character who is needing to go to the bathroom. And so, Oh, um, here's, this is funny. This is a little bit from um, a great, I uh, Actor, but character actor up to this point, and uh, he's trying to go to the bathroom and uh, they're getting ready to do their heist. You goddamn cokehead, I gotta take a shit! He's been in there like 20 fucking minutes already, man. Two. Hey, Scarface, are you done in there or what?
2: I made it this long. It's a few more
1: minutes. I downed a half a bottle of laxatives this morning, asshole. What do you think? <laughs> what the hell did you do that for? You always clear your shitter before a job. What? I just... God damn, you are fucking green, aren't you? Did you ever hear of Vinnie Parker? No, who the fuck is Vinnie Parker? Oh, the... fucking shit, not this again. Jesus, I've heard a dollar for every time I've heard this story. I have it memorized.
0: Okay. <laughs> that was <laughs> That was Luke. <laughs>
1: There's this cat, Vinny, fucking Parker, right? This guy is the best driver in town. I mean, he's like a he's like a born motorhead, right? I mean, crazy about this shit. Would a bareback Mario Andretti if he got the chance? <laughs> so I cut it wow. off because there's more to it, and I just want people to watch the film so they can hear the rest of that. Yeah, it is amazing quite funny. speech about, yeah. um, and, and that's that actor. I, I love that and, guy, and he's really, really good. Yeah. in that scene, and just crushes. I and, think.
0: And I, from what I, I believe that's from what I've heard, that's a real thing. When you <laughs> pass away, you, you know. So well, we'll let him. Get there into you go. It. Yeah, we- <laughs> and the the
1: commentary team here direct uh, they directly addressed the Tarantino comparisons right there, and they said, in, "In a scene like that, is totally Tarantino." Okay, a guy riffing about taking a shit before doing a job, just in case you die. And they said they grew up in an era with filmmakers like tarantino and they just thought this is how you make movies <laughs> they just in this they were in that sweet spot of you know pulp fiction and, and that and that's they said yeah. we didn't know any better you raise
0: the money independently so, yes yeah this is what and this is this how, is how people you do talk,
1: it. and this is how they do them so i thought that was
0: pretty cool and um so i wonder if tarantino's ever commented on it or you know gave an attaboy i don't or, know i don't know that's a good question yeah
1: uh, and they were definitely. They they talked about being influenced by Asian cinema. Uh, they mentioned a uh, Asian uh, a horror film called uh, Audition. That oh. is You've seen? scary.
0: Oh my god.
1: Oh. Uh, so and you you see that in the Aud- film Audition in the uh, Audition Audition. Yeah, it is. I, I dare you actually. Oh I mean, no! I'm looking
0: at you in your eye. I dare you to watch. Oh, is it worse? Is it worse than the one you dared me the last before yeah, that I, scarred me and still scars me? It's a different kind of Old, scary. You know what I'm talking about, kind of right? Scary. Old boy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Different kind. And I apparently didn't even watch the worst version of yeah. it because I watched the American eyes. They, they're they're getting themselves ready. It's
1: very clear that Fish is the new guy and uh, they all get their special masks and off they go. The rookie. And, and I like the way they bring it back to Fish You know, in this restaurant tied to a chair and he's passed out and he must have been thinking about that. And next comes the kind of torture part of the film and a lot of the criticism of this movie has to do with the next probably 20 minutes of it really um the torture stuff and how gory it was and it is pretty freaking gory i mean there's some there's one horrible thing in this
0: that i mean it's pretty intense so well in the whole it starts off with Duke giving this whole speech yeah. about his daddy and, and he, the steel mine. He gets and,
1: up from the table. So before the speech, when he gets up from the table, yeah, totally Candyman. I'm okay. telling you that the move <laughs> just because he does. It's again, if you're a fan, you're like he was doing something there. Maybe not, but I think so. And he does. He gives this incredible monologue. And the commentary team were saying, and I don't disagree. They're saying this is the best performance Tony Todd has ever given.
0: Well, and he does a he does a great setup too, or it's you know, it's written, so we yeah. should give the writer credit. Oh, yeah. give the director credit, and uh, well, there's two writers, so who know who wrote it? But the whole thing that he takes a trophy from each kill, which is going to play into this at the end, um, big time, uh, in two ways. So he and he introduces a timer as being a trophy from when he killed his dad. Yep, and how his his dad would beat him use this timer. every 3 minutes at the end of the timer yeah and uh it sets up
1: the torture well and and i guess it was so like he looked very emotional delivering the speech and if you look at noah hathaway receiving it um looks very so a- as they cut cuz i don't know if he did it in one take but it was close and noah hathaway had to leave set and get composed he was so taken by wow the, the performance was that in the uh in the commentary. commentary. Yeah. And the director was saying, like, from one actor to wow. another, we've never so seen like that. you're,
0: you're going to create, like, 100,000 Blu-rays getting sold on this because of because I'd of love this. a spike
1: uh, yeah, in sales for these these folks. But you hear, and again, I, I'm looking at two people in a scene, specifically Noah Hathaway. He's terrified for his life, but he's still taken by this. So this was the actor listening to this speech going, oh, my God. Yeah. And that... Emotion on his face was real, which I thought was really cool.
0: Yeah, and again, he had not acted for, uh, let's see, 2012, 6, 18 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Now they're trying
1: to see who gets to torture him first, <laughs> which, again, yeah. almost in a humorous way. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Me, place me, your me, bets. And, and they start betting, and <laughs> and Francis is... <laughs> Which betrays something later. I didn't really get this the first time, but Francis is the only one who's not really excited about the prospect of this torture. He he says he's one of us. Yeah, everybody else is way too enthusiastic.
0: But and he's dressed that way too. He's very his character. You know, we find more about him later. Serpico, huh? But he's very clean cut. And uh, yeah, you know the other guys are are much more. You know, like they've all they've been to prison. You know, they've been to. They've been down that road. Yeah,
1: they, he yeah he does. And when I said his introduction, this clean-cut white fella, yeah, just comes up. You know, he, he kind of so, you could have heard like the Andy Griffith theme song, and you could have been like,
0: "Hey, fellas, what's going on?" Yeah. So just his wardrobe alone
1: leads to that. We tried to steal some diamonds. Remember what a hoot that was. Yeah. I wonder where they are today. Holy cow! <laughs> Everybody's here. This is crazy. What's Mark Hamill, you yeah. were great in Star Wars. Shouldn't we cover this girl up on the table? When you, naked chick. All right, great. <laughs> Again, it's it's a it's a aesthetic palette that's really interesting. You know, you have different stereotypes uh, all
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we should talk mention that Courtney is laying on the table in a lot of these scenes. Yeah. You know, not allowed to move and they're still, you know, every once in a while, they'll Take yeah. one of the characters will, you know, just take yeah. a piece of, of sushi off and eat it.
1: So I can answer before you asked three weeks. Her <laughs> part of the filming for that stuff was three weeks. She laid on that table. Yes. With raw fish. And essentially, stare, well, prop. So I don't know. I, don't, I do not think it was real. You don't think it was real but sushi? They, they ate, you know, and, and again, we've talked about this before and I have a thing about you know, I'm obsessed with watching people eat movies because I know they have spit buckets.
0: And Wait, you just made me think of something else, too. Her, what yeah. about the feet? They did a few shots of the feet. That was probably When her. they did long shots on the table, the whole Tarantino thing. Yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't no. enough to I be in eyes. Yeah, it would be hard
1: for—maybe, but in, in certain shots, the way they were done, it would be hard for a part of her not to be in the shot. And, and again, yes, there is, I would say, gratuitous nudity in this movie.
0: And she at at the well, end Tarantino got, and his and his thing about oh, feet, yeah, yeah. And they had her. I just noticed that she had the perfectly you know painted bright red toenails. Oh, I hope
1: so. I mean, it' gross otherwise. Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they get in their line of moving on. They get
1: in their line of torture, and
0: again, maybe. Well, they're making a bet, a on torture? who could get him to confess? And he calls him a Excuse pussy me. when he says a thousand dollars. So he ups it. He calls to five. Yeah. So and the, the biker calls. Of all the torture, the
1: did you? I actually squirmed at one of them.
0: Well, let me think. So the first one was, you know, when he broke his ribs. Yes, that's the one that got me. It was the cracking sound.
1: Well, and it's, you know, he
0: puts his hand like oh, yeah. over his
1: shirt. You know yeah into his rib up and and you start hearing like yeah separation sounds the sound design in this movie was awesome, and again, on the commentary they they praised the sound design a whole bunch, but that that I kind of yeah that one got me both times and Oof. and
0: that was the only one without gore, yeah, and so this literally the sound made you feel it yeah That's the, the chopstick
1: pretty cool. the you know yeah, the chopstick one wasn't you know. That was pretty visceral. And I I love the toolbox that's brought out. And Mark Hamill's character goes to the toolbox and he pulls out this pair of shoes. And he says, oh, good. You kept my old work shoes? Yeah. That is a whole thing. That's a whole thing. The producer hates those shoes. It's a Mark Hamill thing. Like, it was his idea. And it's because he wanted to wear comfortable shoes.
0: Not only that, it, it gives a ton of backstory for him. Yeah. Would just pick it out like, oh, this guy's an experienced torture. Yeah, I loved and, and it. He likes it. Yeah, but they they it had to make up so a much. whole
1: story just because Mark Hamill wanted to wear those shoes.
0: Oh, and Mark Hamill was doing this for. So in the documentary, one of the guys, one of the producers, comments oh, like, "Mark Hamill would probably charge a hundred grand to do this movie, and he's doing it for significantly less." Yeah. Um, for us, so. If he asks for a freaking pair of tennis shoes, you better get him for him.
1: Yeah, and, and the, to this day, he says he can't stand the, the thing about the shoes. But I thought, to your point, it was brilliant. I thought Making it gave a ton creepy. of backstory. Yeah, yeah it's like... And, and the fact that, like, the anti-Mr. Rogers, he changes his shoes before fucking somebody up real bad.
0: Oh, I never thought of that.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Because like, there were no laces to tie. Be, my victim. I just thought
0: it was like, you know, it okay, soaked so it's soaked in blood the, and you could just slip them off. It's The ritual. The ritual.
1: I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with this ritual. So again, this is all teed up really crazy, and it, it kind of culminates in a really horrible bit. But you get a break from the torture in the flashback to the job and the job that they do. I, I, you know, I had, I had no idea what they were doing, and they, yeah. you know, hit some diamond importer. And this is where all of our cameos, cameos are, all on one shot. Yeah, they're so, all probably there for 28 minutes apiece.
0: Uh, the guy. There's one guy that I recognize, but I couldn't place him. Okay. Okay. So we got Kyle Reese from the original yes, Terminator. Michael Bean. Yeah. And he's in Tombstone and in in you know the Abyss and, and Aliens and you know been in all these great movies. And God, he looked old in this movie to me. But then when I then I did the math, oh yeah, Aliens was '86, yeah. so I guess I look old too. <laughs> yeah. And. uh you know, then machete with the machete. I yep, thought that Danny was cool. Trejo. But then the guy with the glasses and the long hair inside—I recognize him, but I don't know who the fuck he is. That Help was me, Ryan. Mister
1: Jeff Fahey, the lawnmower man himself.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, <sighs> character actor extraordinaire. Um, and and that's again very Tarantino. Okay. And they go back to this heist and they they rob from these people and you know he's you don't know who you're stealing from, so it's teeing yeah. up that they're doing something kind of dangerous. But the line that I love was, the other guy on the other side says, "Give this cock nose point break motherfucking wannabe the bag."
0: <laughs> cock nose, yeah. So that likens to uh, that movie where Dan Aykroyd had the the nose. Nothing on. but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Oh
1: boy, <laughs> that melty. The dick best cock nose of all time. Yeah. It melted throughout <laughs> the film. Yeah. And so that, again, very Tarantino. And they're not shying away from it. But I I did see that. And I didn't find that that was hacky or I felt like they were trying to rip off dialogue. It just was kind of a funny thing to do. And I I thought it kind of interesting that their payday was handcuffed to Jeff Fahey's character. And in order to get it, they couldn't find the right key and they had to chop off his hand. Yeah. Which says, these guys are fucking around.
0: Yeah. So I guess they had already... Yeah, they had already shot uh yeah. Kyle Reese a Machete yeah. and got his machete.
1: And so it's a it's a fun little flashback scene, but this is where the tie to never ending story. So the side of their van said Falcor Industries, I think it was Falcor or something. Yeah. And Falcor is the name of that luck dragon. Well it was a plumbing. <laughs> Yeah, Falcor Plumbing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, it was a plumbing. So Falcor was the name of that big flying dog thing in Neverending Story. No way. Yeah, and apparently they didn't go into it, but apparently it was a huge ordeal just to get the.
0: Did they have to the pay okay for to the rights it? I don't know. and stuff, or get know. somebody to sign off? Oh, Kyle Reese. So Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Yeah. Did this? Did his cameo for free as a favor to one of the producers yeah. he's friends with? In one day. Okay, so I just yeah, I did some homework. It's it's. <laughs> You don't have to prove yourself, you, sir.
1: Yeah, I feel like it because you got. You just have to you, be along for the ride. I just feel like you've
0: taught me so many things about There's this. No, I the
1: competition, know. sir. We are just having fun, you oh, and me.
0: I know, I know.
1: Todd, I know. we are on the beach and we are sitting back drinking mojitos. <laughs>
0: Stella, Stella makes me paranoid. Now and we come back
1: to. I'm the one who's supposed to have the paranoid stuff. We come back to reality again. So, like, you assume he's passed out and now we have the, the worst torture. I think, ever, and that Max gets a turn. And what makes it really gross... Okay, go ahead. ...is he takes his sock off, his white tube sock. Yeah,
0: again, 70s, total 70s. And I
1: just, you know, I have a thing about that. Like, I think other people, top to bottom in general, are just gross. President company excluded, of course, but just (laughs) gross. So the idea of that guy's sock, you know, the torture would have been he put that sock in my face, and I'd be like, oh, God! (laughs) <laughs> Please no. I'll tell you where the diamonds are. But he puts a a wine. But yeah, you in eat
0: it. sushi off your dog. So what? What's up? I am a I'm a
1: man of mystery.
0: Okay. I yes. yes so he you puts are. a bottle
1: in this sock, and yeah,
0: our, it's you're like uh oh. The champagne uh-oh. bottle that they were doing that yeah. they were toasting with, yeah.
1: And he slams this. Sock with a champagne bottle in it onto the ground or onto the table, shattering the glass, and you hear
0: it just crunch up, and And then and then the whirl, he's the whirling sound, you know. So you know what I thought at this point? I went right to James Bond. I went right to Casino Royale.
1: We are torturing you, Mister Bond. And I went.
0: He oh, is going to hit the, the him right in torture? the nuts with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that oh man that oh, that's what been, I thought yeah, when okay. he was walking around whirling that around with a that shot sound right effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was I thought I you know, I thought he's going to do a mads. Okay, would that have been worse or better yes. than what happened?
1: No. You y- think that been y- worse. I would say I would have tried a few shots to the nuts.
0: No. Over my jeans no. than see, what happened. See You've never sparred my my: I get it. Fair. I get it. I, 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 I totally get it. When I used to train <laughs> back in the day, when I trained regularly in Taekwondo, I had been kicked there so many times with a cup on, it you know, hit me in the face all day long. <laughs> okay.
1: Are you like one of those monks who can like hover and just have a? No, dude just it hurts. Off and kick It their hurts nuts every, every repeatedly? single time. Have you seen those guys? They just stand there and somebody just kicks them in the balls. Yeah,
0: and there's some show coming out now, too, that has some guy all my balls upside down doing the <laughs> splits, and they take a thing and hit him right in the nuts. Yeah, and it's like he takes Okay. It. Hey, everybody,
1: Idiocracy is finally coming true because we're about to have the actual <laughs> show, All My Balls. Yeah, I don't know what the
0: show's called. It's You're like, fine. Yeah.
1: I hope it's called All My Balls because no. then <laughs> the end of the world will officially be here. And- so what is happening is he is hitting fish about the face over and over. Each this side,
0: just side to side,
1: mangled, goddamn sock filled with broken how about, glass. How about
0: those effects? Makeup effects. So
1: there's yeah. They they said the first run of the effects uh-huh. looked really crazy. Like they said, what is this American werewolf in London? Like did he get <laughs> mauled by him like a <laughs> werewolf? And the, uh, so because Noah Hathaway was so late to the movie, they didn't have time to do his like prosthetics or, or what have you. And,
0: and I don't know if or I What do you mean it. late to the movie?
1: Like, like, I guess like they hired him and, um, and he had to start right away. So they didn't have time in pre-production to do the mold for his makeup, his prosthetics. Oh, so he was
0: like, so the pro- okay, you're hired and here I am. Yeah, and the prosthetics no they prompting. used
1: were Corey Feldman's. What? Yeah, and they did not extrapolate on that, so it was facial. So it was sloppy seconds, I guess, on fa- facial prosthetics. What movie
0: did Corey Feldman have for his face? Was it could have been Lost Boys. Uh, a number of them, no. but yeah.
1: So I—that's I, a mystery. Well, right it was there.
0: all done on set,
1: right? And, and they were, yeah, and they were really surprised the MPAA didn't push back on on any of that gore, but. His face is really messed up. Well, I thought R would be fitting for this movie. Yeah, but that, those effects were pretty extreme. I mean, that, his face looked real bad. Yeah. And so Francis, he, I think, is is getting to the point where he he can't take this. And now, you know, we have, you know, because you've seen a person in a van with a, you know, uh, reel-to-reel tape going. So that's kind of planted in your head, like, what the, what the hell is going on there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and...
0: You know, the second time through, I caught it. You know, I didn't. Oh. I forgot, and you you forget when you watch it that the the movie actually opens with a with a shot of this tape recorder being turned on and hitting play. When I, when we say tape recorder, we're talking about a reel to reel, like. And there's some tie with the French Connection, yeah. Um, with that, I oh, think a character the name, name or something, of yeah.
1: Gene Hackman's name, who does the recording, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the conversation, okay. right? Yeah. And he goes into the, into the bathroom and is about to have a coke relapse, and he pulls out a photo, wrinkled photo of a little boy.
0: This tore your heart out, I can, I can tell. Oh,
1: you know why? Because I've never empathized with a character more in my life. When he said, <laughs> Daddy's a fuck-up,
0: I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've literally been to the point he, where— He used his son's pitcher to fall off the wagon and snort some more coke yeah. off of the dirtiest bathroom— Okay, I, I couldn't identify with that as much,
1: maybe half of that, but no, I'm just kidding. But I, I did like, I've, I've, you know, I allowed myself to go, yeah, I've been there you, like, yeah. oh, daddy's a fucker. No, no need to worry. worry. You, yeah. you
0: are a, you are a great role model oh, for no, your son. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> losing my mind here on the
1: podcast, <laughs> but I, Ryan, I totally, you know, like sometimes when you, when you fail, it's like those, your kids are like, oh, I blew it. Yeah. But no, I, I've been there. I, it's. And then it's further revealed when he shows he's wearing a wire. Yeah. So was that a big shock for you at all? Did you think it was had because a wire? I had
0: forgotten about the tape recorder?
1: And so
0: that—that's my point. They, it's, they but it opened forgot the movie about, with it. Yeah. You forget about it because so much shit happened. Yeah. You, that that messed you up. You know, in between there, you forgot about. Yeah. That was what the the initial shot of the whole movie exactly. to set it all
1: up. And even with all the torture is continuing, and now it amps up with, with, with what, what Crow does. But Mark Hamill, I guess, on set was just just on all cylinders, gave it everything he had. Some of his lines, you know, he's pulling Noah Hathaway's teeth out, and uh-huh. he, he laments the lack of proper dental hygiene and prisons. And at one point, yeah. he takes a couple of his teeth and, you know, rolls, rolls his teeth, and he says, Snake, Snake eyes. eyes.
0: <laughs> that, that's when he
1: thinks he's won the bet. Ugh. And he's kind of in the biker's face. I, just, I I love just his delivery. I, I love that Mark Hamill came and just played in in the yeah. pond. Well,
0: his choice was very interesting, you know, because he wasn't. So he, you know, he's 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 speaking like he's an effeminate male or a gay man, you know, in in the way he's speaking. But yet he's doing all these yeah. pretty gross and macho things that you know. Yeah. In accordance with that so he's not completely yeah you know I mean he's very complex and scary character yeah
1: and if you you know thought he was just a one trick pony and all the violence the the director was saying you know all the violence was justified in a way in that it makes the revenge all the sweeter when you see you know what despicable characters these people are so again I'm not trying to advocate for lengthy torture scenes in movies but there's some good stuff here and it really, you well, know, reservoir dogs, right? That right. Exactly. Has, yeah. Exactly. One, you know, at least they didn't have anybody dancing to stuck in the middle, but they also <laughs> mentioned that this movie is like a palindrome <laughs> in that in the same order people are introduced is the same order. They exit the film. So oh, that was intentional as well. Wait, say that again. The same way the characters are introduced is the way they die.
0: In the, in the order. Yeah. Shit.
1: So. I didn't know that. We get another flashback, and now we kind of figure out what happened. Because the whole time you're like, what went wrong? Something went wrong. It's clear something went wrong. And their getaway van gets in a freaking accident.
0: Yeah. So this this is, so our, so Max kills, um, I, and I want to say Noah, but his fish. name is. Yeah. Max fish. kills Fish. Max kills Fish. Right, right yep. before cutting to this, so that I mean that's a huge scene, like because now they're never going to find out yep. what happened to the diamonds, and then we cut to this flashback to find out what actually yeah occurred. Well,
1: you kind of find out what occurred, but they're they're getaway, and that must suck. You know what I mean? Like being in a getaway van, you did it essentially. There's got to be some relief of yeah. the job not being still done. Yeah. And then you get in a goddamn car accident or, like, yep. there's traffic.
0: Yeah, and that shit Like, What a goddamn bummer. So just a tiny jump to the end when she says the word chance. Mm-hmm. And then I just want to point it out that yeah. that's this right here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. And the getaway van gets in an accident. It's flipped over. Um, the, the, the car that actually they hit, um, one of the – an occupant, the occupant, gets out and, you know, says – let me help, let me help. Yeah. And they shoot him right away, and you are like, okay, well, these guys are really serious. <clears throat> and Duke shoots him. Duke shoots him. Yeah. And and they decide to flee, rightly so. They can't get the van righted over. And, and the big sirens are coming moving in. Like, we got to yeah. go. And, yeah. and Fish grabs the bag that was still attached to the hand, and he pulls it free, and off they go.
0: And you see the bag tear. Yeah. Oh it, I, yeah, I yeah, you do see that tear. I mean they show something but it, it the second the one later on is going to show the full detail, but you yeah. do see the bag rip yeah. in that in that one.
1: And so there's, you know, aspersions cast all over and, and and this is again very Tarantino where the the team starts to tear themselves apart. Yeah. And you don't no know honor if this is among snatch no honor among thieves. Yeah. Is this, you know, somebody's intent because they're saying Fish was saying, "Well, Max did it. He he killed these cops who you know, supposedly made off with the diamonds. So there's all these stories as to what happened, but they all suspect that Fish kept them, hid them, and would disclose, and now yeah. they don't have him. He's dead.
0: Yeah, and, you know, so we, yeah, we're back in the room. We're back in the restaurant, right? Yep. When Francis uh, uh, tell, says to Duke, tell them what's really going on yeah. here.
1: It's all night's bullshit. And it's about he says tying up loose ends. Yeah. And we're all the loose ends, which made
0: sense to me at that
1: point. I was yeah, like, okay. I got well. that
0: underlined." And so it keeps turning and twisting. Did Duke
1: seem upset that Fish was killed? Because I'm thinking, if no, there was an
0: this he didn't.
1: much money on the line, I yeah. would be pretty furious. And he seemed the non-plussed. whole the
0: whole purpose of you know bringing him from prison yeah. right to there, so they he doesn't have a chance to go recover the yeah. diamonds. Or talk to anybody, right? You know, I mean, they pulled him right from prison and took him yeah. right there. And if you're thinking, well, what are loose ends?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they were part of a Witnesses botched, are loose a botched ends. robbery.
2: Yeah, any so witness. So
1: I'm like, okay, this is must be what's going on. And then, you know, there's this kind of standoff situation where they're like, somebody's wearing a wire, and it created,
0: yeah. you know, a kind well, of classic. Duke Western says moment. to him, "Your friends out in the out in the van." Yeah, and then the then the look on his face, like, oh fuck, he yeah. knows. And were you worried about Francis' character at that point? And then the crazy part is is we just go past, and this has nothing to do with what's going on whatsoever. Yeah. And it does this like three times. And he shows,
1: you know, Francis opens his shirt. He's not wearing a wire. Yeah. And I think it's funny later, you know, so Duke kills Francis, and then you have Max and Crow in their kind of standoff. So there is a kind of... Western, wild west kind of standoff for a minute there which is kind of
0: yeah i was trying to fit it into good to bad the ugly but it it didn't get filmed that way but there was a trio standoff and the guns are pointing all at each other
1: so my question to you is duke or uh crow and max have a point blank range yeah gunfight standoff yeah now do you think it would Have gone down that way because I think maybe even if we're standing this close and we start shooting at each other, it's possible you might miss the first few, (laughs) and that's what happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's right, like, and you're backing up. Yeah. Because you you, think you'd be
0: murdered immediately, right? When you when you go into that mode, panic mode, or whatever, your your arms may not. Just kind of blank out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you don't really know what's happening. That's why you always have to keep your wits about you and stay grounded and centered and breathing when, when you're in combat, and that takes a lot of practice. But ladies
1: and gentlemen, and kids, if there are any kids listening, and, and again, we uh, <laughs> a, have shown that this is not a, a family-friendly uh, Hello, podcast kids. because of the language, uh, but do not get involved in a point-blank uh, gun battle just for fun Mr. to see. Mr.
0: Rogers would never do that.
1: But they they both kill each other, and I love Max's final, because Gro falls to the ground with his gunshots, and... Max is still on his
0: feet and he says, I'm still standing. Yeah. So then Duke walks up and shoots him in the back of the yeah. head.
1: Yeah. So there we go. We've got a guy who's cleaning house and they're doing well, all the work
0: for him. And but- then, yeah. And then his buddy's laying on the ground, all shot up and says, I yeah. need a hospital. Mark Hamill. A hospital, yeah. And he pulls and he points the gun at him. He's like, You son of a bitch. I stood up for. Yeah. <laughs> shoots him right in mid-word. So. I believe that he's his intention all along was yeah. to find out where the diamonds are and then kill everybody else and take them for himself. Although that's never, but he can't know where the diamonds are. He doesn't now because everything, yeah, per chance went went in a different direction. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you I watch a lot of these movie, you know, real life movies and things like that, and yeah. like World War II stuff and. The missions never go, or if you read any of the Navy SEAL books, the, they always have, you know, plan B, plan C or so. The missions never go exactly, right. or almost never go, yeah. you know, exactly as planned. And, you know, that's that's the case here. Well, um, at up to this point, were you engaged in the
1: movie? Were you yeah. grossed out by it? Were you like, it's another weird Ryan choice? and <laughs> I appreciate a naked girl and all, but you know. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, perfect. You know the uh no. She, it, 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 I he, wasn't grossed out. It it wasn't as like like the Gorman movie that one in your in your genetic opera, I, I, I felt were much grosser than this one.
1: All right, that's good. That's good... <laughs> and when Duke shoots Crow, I, he, he again Tony Todd has this moment and he says, "Well, that went well." Again, (laughs) underlying that that was the plan and damn the diamonds at this point because he decides to, again, the most important thing for this guy
0: this night is a fucking sushi
1: because he's going to finish that meal, baby.
0: Well, the diamonds were and then now that that's a moot point he's going to celebrate. So you he assume he's got enough cash. He he's
1: good. You know, he did the next job. He can figure it out. He's got that nice suit.
0: Well, he's got a gorgeous 25 year old naked on the table that apparently has complete dominion over and he puts on the full creep factor. Well, and he walks do you, back over to her. Do you think her. that again? Yes. He, he takes his cufflinks off, but yeah, I, I guess yeah, it is inferred. The, the he's licking of her face and says that he he's going to do to her, her. Doesn't he? He does. He says, you are the consolation prize. Yeah. does a slow tongue lick up her face and she so that tear running down her face yeah out of the side of her eye yeah, and where the camera was placed for that I was think really that cool. was real what I was mean how the timing of it so he starts looking up the one side of her face and yeah. the camera's on the other side and then all of a sudden a tear starts coming out of her face yeah I think that's I don't think that's an effect. I think that was self generated Oh, no, I wouldn't think that's an effect.
1: I mean, it, you know, actors that's and actresses can that, cry. or amazing to me that they can do that. Put a little thing of water right here before they And then they, they shoot squeeze and it, it and it comes yeah. out. Okay. But,
0: but you know, I, I wouldn't put it past well, her we to, be could, able to do we that. could have her email us. Courtney, um, could you send us an email and let, let us know if that was uh, you doing that or if, um, you know, it was an effect because we'd, we'd like to know. Todd is single and ready to mingle. <laughs> no. I could be your father. <laughs> Who's your daddy?
1: Well, we we have a gentleman who has clearly accomplished his mission. He he's shelled out a lot of money for this because that stack of money he drops down in the beginning looked like a lot. So he's gonna yeah. he's gonna finish this And in, it
0: was hundreds, right? At yeah, least on the outside. So quite a bit of money.
1: <laughs> and he is gonna he's going for the fugu at this point. And it, I, I didn't look at what fugu actually looks like. It it had a lackluster look to it. It's just like a white square of some sort. Yeah, it,
0: it almost looked like it was already chewed. It had like and a- It did have a texture on the yeah, outside. Yeah, texture, marbly texture and to it. And he chews
1: it. He, he, yeah. Because I wonder if it's something that that's it's such a rarity or delicacy, how would you enjoy it? Would you he, savor he's it? He's
0: reveling forever? in the macho-ness of it. Yeah. 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 The, the whole amayakasu, yeah. you know.
1: And what I noticed at this point, and, and, and Courtney Palm- as soon as he takes that bite. Yeah. Her head turning to him was her her, just eye, awesome. her eyes
0: looking to, her, to yeah. the side. Yeah. Yeah, she played the emotions really well. She she's a good actress. Yeah. And Absolutely.
1: Obviously, we're we're teeing up a little bit of a twist of roo here in that uh well, she is behind all of this. So, in a way, <laughs> she's not behind it all, but um she had a plan, and and uh, Duke being paralyzed and eventually, because he's written not reacting well to this well, to this food. Yeah, it's, it's not know, going so, well.
0: So, so my notes, he says, "You'll have to be my consolation prize," and she's clearly got the very nervous, scared look on her face. And then he quotes an ancient poem from Japan. Yeah, I cannot see her. I must let her go. Yep. So I'll eat fugu. And then he takes the top six down to her genitalia. There's a leaf there. And he picks up one of the yep. those pieces and eats it like very I don't know. Like he's chewing it. Yeah. I, I found it
1: I, I thought I'd savor it. Like even if I was a weird murdering whatever he is, jewel yeah. thief, well maybe yeah. unsuccessful and, jewel thief. And,
0: and once he's ingested this, then her eyes just go over to him and gives him this look and you're like, What the fuck yeah. is up? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and it, then it, I wrote it got me the first time. It really got yeah, me. And then I wrote and stop my notes here, Courtney Palm Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we've gone through we're about ten minutes fifteen to ten to fifteen minutes from the end right now. Yeah. She has not spoken a word. Right. And now is her time yeah. to shine.
1: And I think she does a really good job. And and the the commentary said that her, her speech, um, she was really, really excited for it. Because was
0: she in it, the commentary?
1: No. Um, the actor's one, I don't know. There's a separate actor's commentary. Tony Todd is in it for sure, but I didn't see who else was. Okay. But I'll look at that because I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. But she was really, really, you know, wanted to prove herself and said that that speech was her way to do it. And Proved She wanted to prove herself? Yeah. As an as yeah, accomplished and, actress. As the, yeah. You know, not just the naked girl on the table. And she does a really good job. And it turns out that the big stack of money that was slapped down for that sushi chef was yep. her stack of money.
0: They, they they show her, yeah.
1: Yeah. And they, uh, immediately there's a switcheroo. And, and from a filmmaking perspective, when there's a twist, you know, if people are paying attention, as soon as she moves her head, you're like, oh, something's up. And they kind of have to move it along – a little bit at that point. So they show the flashback, the car that hit their getaway van. Yeah. The gentleman who was killed, there was another passenger in the car, which. So
0: I nerded out there. Yeah. I, I rewound and watched a couple of times to make sure, to see if I could see anybody else in that car. If there was any camera angle or anything where you would see anybody other than the guy. And there, I did not see that. Uh, they were very careful. Well, that's good, and and it's a nice reveal. I mean, it
1: it, it took me by surprise. And mm-hmm. again, it's revealed that she watches her, I assume, husband uh, shot. It killed. was husband because of the ring. Oh, the trophy yeah, was the a ring, ring, the wedding ring. And, and Tony Todd even looks down and sees a a wedding ring on, you know, this victim's hand. And he looks towards the car. She's slinked down and you know, yeah, yeah. They, they showed
0: her sink down. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They played all that accurately.
1: And they leave, you know, the bag is taken. And as Todd alluded to earlier, there's a rip in the diamond bag. And it turns out that all those diamonds. Spilled on the sea next to her husband. All over her husband's body. So there she is just sobbing like, "Uh hooray. uh Picking up diamonds. Diamonds are forever. And she has amassed in the last six years, this entire plan. Now. We don't know any of this backstory. How, so there are questions. How did she organize this? How did she move yeah. this forward? It's real. The bald guy who picked up fish from, but do from we have to know was hers. And I, I really, I like, it's not the last last line in the movie necessarily, but I also wish it was when she's playing Russian roulette with Duke mm-hmm. as he's paralyzed and she's just playing with him. And she says... You know, she again, watch the movie, the speech is really great at the end, but it it all is concluded with this feels good. Yeah. Meaning revenge. Because there is is a best a dish best served cold. You know, revenge, you dig two graves. Though that's usually the moral. This one is like fuck that. This feels good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She wasn't feeling guilty at that moment, that's for sure. Not at all. No. And 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 she she um she killed it those yeah. last ten minutes yeah, she really awesome. absolutely delivered
1: it really really awesome um so yeah and she gets in the car with the sushi chef and um it's revealed the ball guy was yeah. with her and-,
0: and he's like he's like where do you want to go now and then that her line that line they wrote for her is so great you know yeah. after all that she went through all those murders and, and you know because she could have easily been killed too she just says I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and and i that totally fits i mean i would want to go home too yeah and it's- <laughs> so she said uh asked her in an interview why she
1: decided to take this role and what her feelings in general on, on actresses being nude uh because it can be misogynistic towards women she said quote i'm very particular about what the nude scene is because i need a reason to be naked such as in sushi girl she had nothing to hide her nudity was empowering I think society makes it an issue because we guard nudity so much. I honestly think by freeing the nipple that maybe there wouldn't be such a need to make a fuss over breasts. The issue is that there are too many people who want to make a fuss over it.
0: I'm sorry. You said fraying? Freeing,
1: freeing the nipple.
0: Free freeing. The
1: nipple. That's F-R-E-E. Of, yeah, a general term for we need to be more comfortable with being you know, naked. she clearly is. I mean, Sam yeah. Beavers, she rips N- her top off in that without any problem. But again- it's it is a, more of a conversation nowadays. Nudity in movies you see it less frequently. It's less gratuitous, and you know there could have been less of it in this, but
0: I didn't find it. Um, well, it's based on, it based on a real thing. From what you said, that they this is an actual way they serve sushi. It is in, again. I don't know yeah. if it's
1: current, but I don't know. Whenever I
0: so you had told to me be about it, she had to be it. naked. Well. Thank you for being on this journey with me. <laughs> Thank you for suggesting it or pulling this one up so I could finally watch it. Yeah, and uh, it, it was it was a fun ride. And uh, again, writer, director, yeah, producer, editor. I mean, shit. That's These quite an accomplishment for, for any movie. To
1: do. All right, we're going to end as we do with reviews. Interestingly, they yeah. were on IMDb. There were no one star reviews.
0: For the so, first time, yeah, all so the far, movies we've
1: done, uh, there were not a ton of reviews, so you know i I don't know how many people have eyes yeah. on this movie. I really, I, really don't it,
0: it, it's probably not well known, you know maybe it's not hidden it's a hidden gem right yeah. i
1: I think it might be, even for fan people of of people like Tony Todd and Mark Hamill. but I found a two out of ten um a, a lot of the uh, you know a lot of the reviews, even the bad ones, like the Naked Girl. And a lot of comparisons to Tarantino. So I maybe that hurt hurt them. But this one is a 2 out of 10. And it's titled, Yeah, No. <laughs> I watched this movie with high expectations. Instead, I got a movie with a naked woman, hence two stars instead of just one. Flat dialogue with poor pacing and a storyline that attempts the non-sequential storytelling trick and falls on its face. From the first few moments of the movie, noticing the flat acting, it felt like a low-budget film. To its credit... This is a low-budget film, but that doesn't mean poor acting and editing are required. Look at the original Clerks movie. With a budget less than one-third of Sushi Girls, they made a movie with likable and relatable characters. A storyline that works and editing that makes the pace of the movie brisk. All right, I'd argue that not every character in Clerks is (laughs) likable. I wasn't supposed to be here today. Lines were delivered like this. Quote, you know why we're here. Longer-than-necessary pause. Why are we here? Long pause. You already know why. Caps indicate vocal emphasis. Everything felt so forced. The emphasis on random words made the dialogue sound very unnatural. The story was boring. Typical storyline with a single twist. Yawn. This is a terrible movie in its execution, editing, and acting. But I like the naked woman.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. ha ha ha
1: and two stars,
0: you know, two brass, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: because and he, it was instead two of instead one. of one because of the nude girl. Yeah. And uh, I found a 10 out of 10 that I liked, and uh, it's titled Raw and Riddled with Excitement. <laughs> Being a fan of many, quote, tough guy, unquote, films, I can definitely say Sushi Girl can be best summed up as Grindhouse Galore. And it
0: it did have a kind of grindhouse feel. Yeah, yeah, that 70s feel too. Directed by Kern
1: Sexton, this film has all the makings of a cult classic from its dark brooding sets with a samurai feel to its quick and sharp editing. Sushi Girl is a modern take on a legendary myth, that of revenge and atonement. Charming in its use of ultraviolence and with its unique cast of less than savory characters, this film delivers on all fronts. Tarantino, Bava, Leone, Avery, Gordon and Kurosawa fans will totally dig this as its title suggests sushi girl is raw and that is putting it mildly unnerving at times. I too was covering my eyes during a few of the scenes. One scene in particular had a few audience members leave the theater as it was unbearable to watch that alone makes sushi girl a worthwhile watch intelligent, fast paced, gritty action pass packed and a few cans of medieval whoop ass.
0: Well, <laughs> So he watched it in the theater.
1: Yeah. There were a bunch of the positive reviews were from people who saw screenings. So they mentioned, just saw a screening, just saw a screening. So okay. it could be critics, could be industry people, could be
0: whatever. Yeah, film festival. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's pretty cool. But, you know, having people leave the theater because they thought it was too gory, that, that's surprising screen, to me. But, yeah, you know, I thought, that surprises me a little bit. There yeah. you have it. But, uh,
1: there we go. That' sushi girl for you, and I hope you had a fun time watching
0: it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun, yeah. you know and thanks to everybody
1: for listening and uh, you know, send emails to us anything that you would like us to know, constructive criticism, yeah, we get, but just be nice. A little independent podcast at gmail dot com is the email address
0: oh, yeah, that's we we told Courtney to
1: uh, yeah, we'll let tell you us know. about the teardrop we'll you know if yeah. we, Get anything from any of the folks involved in this film. <laughs> but Todd. Yes, Ryan. We will always have Monte Doro.
0: Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? Yeah, click, click, click. yeah we went right the it. to the finish line of that. I'm introducing a movie to you. like you're about to. uh, All right, yeah, yeah. Just a little independent.